Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. This is Pablo, and today we'll be diving into Matthew chapter 4. Okay, let's get to it. So in chapter 3, we saw something wonderful about who Christ is. And that is that Christ is the Son of God. If you recall, at the end of chapter 3, He is baptized and anointed. And in the very last verse, God Himself calls Him, My Son, the Beloved. So clearly, Christ is the Son of God. But now, in chapter 4, we want to see something new and fresh about who Christ is. And that is revealed in the first half of this chapter, which is known commonly as the temptation of Jesus. And we'll speak about a couple verses there. And then also in the second half of this chapter, we have the beginning of his ministry and the calling of his disciples. And there's another aspect of Christ there that we want to see. So let's go to verses three and four. Here at the beginning, you see that Jesus is led to the wilderness by the Spirit. And he's been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Surely he is hungry. And here, Satan the tempter comes in to tempt him in three ways. But we're going to focus on the first one. And I'm going to read to you verse 3. And notice how Satan refers to Jesus. Verse 3. If you are the Son of God, speak to these stones that they may become bread, loaves of bread. Here, Satan is referring to Jesus as the Son of God. He is hoping that Jesus will act as the Son of God and do something miraculous. But we have to appreciate how Jesus responds to Satan. So verse 4 reads, He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out through the mouth of God. So a couple things here. First, he says, it is written. This means that he is not responding with his own word, but with the word of the scriptures. Even Jesus himself, as a man, knew the word and he was full of the word. And he confronted the enemy's temptation by the word of the scriptures. This is wonderful. This is the best way to speak to Satan. Whenever we feel attacked or tried by him, tempted, we need to learn to speak the facts of the Bible. So here we have Jesus using the word. Secondly, he says, man shall not live on bread alone. This means that Jesus stands as a man. His standing here during this whole temptation is that of a man. And as a man, he defeats Satan. And this is important. This is very important. And then also, notice here, he says, man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word. The word of God here is sort of compared to bread. And let me tell you quickly, in Greek, which is the language of the New Testament, there are two words for the word word. And that is, Logos and Rhema. Logos means the constant word. And Rhema is the instant. 
spontaneous word applied to us in our situation. So Jesus surely was one who took in the word of God in the scriptures as his bread and he lived on it. And then here he quotes the word and it becomes rhema. It becomes something he can apply to his situation. In the same way, we as believers can take the word in by prayer. This is what Ephesians 6 tells us. We can take the word by all means of prayer. And as we do this, the Logos word, the constant word, becomes rhema to us. That means it becomes an instant supply, an instant word that can be applied to our situation, whatever that may be. Have you had this experience? I have in the mornings before read the Bible, prayed the Bible, and later in the day, without even thinking about it, in, in some situation, something comes back from the word to speak to me again. That is rhema. The word is rhema, is living. This is wonderful. And this is how we can speak to Satan and defeat Satan. Wonderful. Secondly, in the second half of this chapter, we have Christ as the light of life, shining and attracting people. That is verse 12. A great light comes to attract those sitting in darkness. And here we have Christ calling Peter and Andrew, James and John. And when he calls Peter and Andrew, they both leave their nets and they follow him. Then he calls James and John and they're mending nets and they leave the boat and they leave their father. So here we see that when we see Christ as the light of life, it is normal to leave our everything behind, leave our, our nets, our boats, quote, quote, even our family for the sake of Jesus, because the great light attracts us. This is who Jesus is. He is the great light attracting us. And eventually in the last verse, we have the great crowds even following Jesus. This is wonderful. So hopefully we see here that the word of God is the way that we defeat Satan by eating the word of God. And also Christ is our great light. Okay. See you next episode.